but I almost. <coughs> Damn it. Uh, picked up the, the paid subscription to StreamYard. Oh, yeah. And I didn't this week. Not, and not because I don't want to. I, I kind of want to pull the trigger and do it because then I can stream to YouTube and Facebook simultaneously. Twitch, I don't really give a fuck about. I never had much of a, a Twitch following <laughs> with this show at all. And I just few. started using it. <clears throat> yeah, there were a couple along the way, but not really. Most everybody was on either Facebook or, or YouTube. So, yeah. Um, but I'm thinking about doing it again. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's $25 a fucking month. Eesh. You know, if you pay for the year, it's two, it's $20 a month. <coughs> yeah, but... but that's $240 I don't have right now. Right. Well, I have it, but. I'm not going to spend not it on for that. that. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> damn it. Ugh, that last dab head got me. <clears throat> it's always that last one. It's always <laughs> that one that you fucking take. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll just get this one in. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one. I, I went to go see fucking Spider-Man. No way home. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, the new Spider-Man recently. Yeah took a fucking big dab hit before I fucking left the house. Coughed the entire fucking movie. Oh, no. I felt like an asshole. I bet everybody was looking at you. <laughs> right. I was like, this is fucking <laughs> sucks. Oh, no. I should have gotten a cough drop or some hard candy <laughs> to coat your throat. Right. Something. Oh, even like even the soda I had didn't fucking work. Just wasn't fucking doing it. Nope, not happening. So anyway, let's let's start this fucking thing. Uh... You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening. Welcome to the Fortean Slip. This is episode one hundred and ninety-eight. Here be sea dragons. Dragons. I've always said, look in the fucking ocean. The sure. ocean. Uh, that's uh, referring to the the fossil find this past week. <coughs> God damn it! One of these days, I'll get that fixed. I thought my cousin said once that uh, his mechanic, uh, who was a longtime smoker, he would go in and start coughing and then clutch his chest and go, oh, my raisins. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> that one gets me. Oh, uh, yeah, that got me. Uh, mm. That's rough. So, uh, anyhow. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, we'll start out with the story of the evening uh, from News9.com. Incredibly rare 180-million-year-old giant sea dragon fossil discovered in the UK. Uh, paleontologists have made a massive discovery in the United Kingdom's smallest country. The fossilized remains of a giant Jurassic sea creature. Damn you. Uh, the fossil, which researchers said is very well preserved, is said to be the paleontological, uh, paleontological discovery of a lifetime, according to the Leicester, I don't fucking know, Leicestershire and Rutland Wildlife Trust. The fossil was found at the Rutland Water Nature Reserve in central England in February 2021. According to an announcement from the Wildlife Trust, Joe Davis, who works on the water conservation team for the trust, found it during a routine draining procedure for re-landscaping. 
At first, he said in a statement, he thought the remains were clay pipes sticking out of the mud, except that they looked organic. He told a colleague that they looked like vertebra, and when, he, when they got closer, they saw what indisputably looked like a spine, as well as a jawbone at the spine's end. We couldn't quite believe it, Davis said. The find had been, has been absolutely fascinating and a real career highlight. It's great to learn so much from the discovery and to think that this amazing creature was once swimming in the seas above us. Excuse me. The fossil was excavated in August and September and has since been identified as an ichthyosaur, a marine reptile that somewhat resembled dolphins. This particular fossil, found nearly complete, is nearly 33 feet long and is roughly 180 million years old, researchers wow. said. Its skull measures at more than 6.5 feet long. Uh, Davis told the BBC that the fossil was very well preserved, better than I think we could have all imagined. <coughs> Damn it. Uh, hope that stops. Ichthyosaur expert Dean Lomax, who helped with fo the fossil's research, said that the find is the largest ichthyosaur skeleton ever discovered in Britain. These animals... They first appeared in a time called the Triassic period, around roughly 250 million years ago, Lomax said in a video for Rutland Water Nature Reserve. Our specimen, the Rutland ichthyosaur, or the Rutland sea dragon, is the biggest complete ichthyosaur ever found in Britain in over 200 years of collecting these things scientifically, which is an incredible feat. Ichthyosaurs are not swimming dinosaurs, he clarified. According to the Anglian water, which helps maintain the reservoir in which the fossil was found, ichthyosaurs of this size and completedness are incredibly rare, especially in the UK, with most comparable examples being found in Germany and North America. Alicia Kearns, who represents Rutland Melton in Parliament, said the discovery surpassed every possible expectation. It is utterly awe-inspiring, she said. Though the largest, this was not the first ichthyosaur fossil found in the reservoir. The Wildlife Trust said that two incomplete and much smaller remains were found in the 70s when the reservoir was first being constructed. The paleontologists working on the remains are continuing their research and are working on an academic paper about the findings. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, no, that's very I mean, cool. I, I always like it whenever they find something completed, intact, like fossil otherwise yeah very very cool um our next story of the evening from uh livescience.com uh bigfoot is the sasquatch real nope next story Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one's kind of long i don't know how fucking deep i'll get into this but i was just uh curious the fact that they had they had put this this is a you know a recent story from the past week so that they or a blog or whatever you want to call it that they put out on their um on their site so i was like ah we'll check it out see what the fuck it's all about but um bigfoot or sasquatch is a giant ape-like creature that some people believe roams north america it is a cryptid or species rumored to exist and just like the chupacabra no, not just like the chupacabra. <laughs> Can we put an edit here, please? Or Loch Ness Monster. There's scant physical evidence to suggest Bigfoot is actually out there, but that doesn't stop alleged sightings of the ape that never shows its face or Bigfoot buffs from trying, trying to prove there's life in the legend. Uh, most Bigfoot sightings occur in the Northwest, where the creature can be linked to indigenous myths and legends. The word Sasquatch is derived from Saskatch, a word from the Halkamalam language used by some Salish First Nations people in southwestern British Columbia, according to the Oregon Encyclopedia. It means wild man or hairy man. Uh -huh. As early as 1884, the British colonist newspaper in Victoria, Canada, published an account of a gorilla-type creature captured in the area. Other accounts largely described as hoaxes followed, according to the Canadian Encyclopedia. Sasquatch book author John Green compiled a list of 1,340 sightings through the 19th and 20th centuries. 
but modern Bigfoot or Sasquatch myth gained a new life in the late 1950s. In 1958, the Humboldt Times, a local newspaper in Northern California, published a story about the discovery of a giant, of giant mysterious footprints near Bluff, Bluff Creek, California. In the story, they referred to the creature that made them as Bigfoot, according to the Smithsonian Magazine. Bigfoot curiosity grew rapidly during the second half of the 20th century. After an article in True Magazine published in December 1959 described the 1958 discovery. Footprints near Bluff Creek were a prank by a man called Ray Wallace. His children re revealed after his death in two, two, uh, 2002, according to Smithsonian Magazine. By that time, though, Bigfoot was firmly established in popular culture across the continent. Since the 1958 article was published, a wealth of other claims have been made about Sasquatch tracks, casts, photos, videos, and other evidence. <coughs> there have been more than 10,000 eyewitness accounts of Bigfoot in the continental U.S. in the last 50 years, Vibe Science reported in 2019. In these accounts, Bigfoot is usually described as being about 8 to 10 feet tall and covered in hair. Eyewitness reports or sightings are the most common evidence put forward for the existence of Bigfoot. Unfortunately, these are based on human memories, and memories are not reliable. Live science, bleh, live science previously reported. In crime cases, for example, witnesses can be influenced by their emotions and may miss or distort important details. In the same vein, people also often overestimate their ability to remember things. When it comes to cryptids like Bigfoot, the human brain is capable of making up explanations for events it can't immediately interpret. And many people simply want to believe they exist, Life Science previously reported. The most famous Bigfoot video is a short film taken in 1967 by Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin, known as the Patterson-Gimlin film, or Patterson film. Shot in Bluff Creek, the video shows what appears to be a large and hairy bipedal ape, or Bigfoot, striding through a clearing. The video's authenticity is still debated, but it was likely a hoax with the ape-like figure just a human wearing a costume. Oh, they go, they go with that. You know. hmm. Interesting. I'm, I've flip-flopped on this one a lot, to be honest. Uh, I like the Patterson-Gimlin footage, but there's some issues with it. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I do like it. I don't oh. disagree. There's some issues, but I feel I, like it's about I like all we the, got. I, I think I like the <laughs> Freeman footage better. Yes, I, I would I, agree. I like the Freeman footage better, even though the, there's issues with Freeman. There's um, issues with and, all of it, obviously. Right. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't be talking about it this <clears> way. So. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I think there's some issues with the, with the Patterson film. Um, with the rise of high quality cameras and smartphones, photographs of people, cars, mountains, flowers, sunsets, deer, and more have gotten sharper and clearer over the years. Bigfoot is a notable exception. The logical explanation for this discrepancy is that the creatures don't exist and that photographs of them are merely hoaxes or misidentifications. Some people claim to have heard Bigfoot shrieks, howls, growls, screams, or other vocalizations. Steve Alcorn. Uh, the creatures are also associated with other noises, such as wood knocking, according to Scientific American. Uh, strange noise recordings associated with Bigfoot occasionally attract media attention, but the noises can often be attributed to known animals, such as foxes or coyotes. I've heard some fucking shit out in the woods that is, was obviously not Bigfoot. And it sounds creepy. Sounds creepy as fuck. But it's just foxes or bunnies, you know? crying out it fucking sounds weird though yeah you get some weird fucking sounds out there yeah you don't sit in the woods at night on a regular basis you don't hear that shit so it definitely sounds weird and you can't identify it yeah um experts can't always identify the exact animal in strange recordings that cryptozoologists people who search for creatures rumored to exist point to as bigfoot evidence in 2019, for example, a YouTube video of mysterious howls and screams in a forest in northwestern Ontario, Canada, went viral, driving Bigfoot speculation. Jolana Kowalski, Ontario's Ministry of Resources and Forestry Media Relations Officer, told Vice News at the time 
Our biologists say it could be a larger mammal, for example a wolf, but because it's a considerable distance from the recorder, there is no way to know for sure. The late anthropologist Grover Krantz investigated sound recordings claimed to be of Bigfoot for his book, Big Footprints, a Scientific Inquiry into the Reality of Sasquatch. He listened to at least 10 tapes and found no compelling reason to believe that any of them are what the recorders claim them to be, live science previously reported. Uh, there is no hard evidence for the existence of Bigfoot. Krantz, uh, the anthropologist who investigated sound recordings, also discussed alleged Bigfoot hair, feces, skin scrapings, and blood in his Big Footprints book. The usual fate of these items is that they either receive no scientific study or else the documentation of that study is either lost or unobtainable, he wrote. In most cases where co competent analysis have been made, the material turned out to be bogus or else no determination could be made. When alleged Bigfoot samples are subject to vigorous scientific analysis, they typically turn out to be from ordinary sources. For example, in 2014, a team of researchers led by the late geneticist Brian Sykes from the University of Oxford in England conducted genetic analysis on 36 hair samples claimed to belong to Bigfoot or the Yeti, a similar ape-like creature said to exist in the Himalayas. Almost all of the hairs turned out to be from known animals, such as cows, raccoons, deer, and humans. However, two of the samples closely matched an extinct Paleolithic polar bear, Live Science previously reported. These samples may have come from an unknown bear species or a hybrid of modern bears, but they were from a bear, not a primate. The study of genetics provides another reason to doubt the existence of Bigfoot. A single creature can't breed and maintain a population, much less a species. For Bigfoot to be viable, it would need to have a population or populations large enough to avoid inbreeding and low genetic diversity, or else face extinction. The existence of multiple Bigfoot increases the chances that one would be killed by a hunter or hit by a motorist on a highway, or even found dead by accident, disease, or old age by a hiker or farmer at some point. Yet no bodies have ever been found. People do occasionally claim to find bones or other large body parts. For example, a man in Utah discovered what he thought was a fossilized Bigfoot skull in 2013. A paleontologist confirmed that the skull was simply an oddly weathered rock. <laughs> Sorry. It's, I it's heard a, that one. It's a I remember that story. It's a fucking joke. And it, it's almost, this, the, the, the article's almost over. They go into like Bigfoot hoaxes and and believe me, I've seen my fair share when it comes to Bigfoot hoaxes um, come down the pipe. These motherfuckers, they are relentless. They don't they're creative. They're creative. They're relentless. <laughs> um, for a while, it was a gig. It was. I remember Ooh. in the early Team Taser days, like everybody was following like the Melba Ketchum study. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Uh, Smeha. Um, Smeha, and then it was what was the the fucking rug in the forest? Fuck, <laughs> uh, the breathing rug in the forest. I can't remember what that was called. What the name of that was? Shit, are, are Matilda you, or some shit? Are you talking about the Muppets? Yeah, it, it it looked like Chewbacca. The pictures that were released. Yeah, and he put but out the, some like weirdo documentary. I don't know, but it's just been one fiasco hoax after another for me. Yeah. It's just been one thing that leads to another thing that leads to another thing, and it's all bullshit. And like yeah. I said last week, there's one that I've seen out there that I think is fairly legit, but I'm not going to talk about it. I have my reasons for that. It has nothing to do with not wanting to be truthful or honest. It just has to do with uh, the people that were involved. Um, uh, but that's it. Out of everything that I've seen, maybe like one thing. Okay. And if I was to say anything about that one thing, I, that one uh, instance or uh, location, whatever you want to call it, I would say that what I have seen uh, looked more to me like an ape than what I would 
say a a Bigfoot. Like it looked like a gorilla. Yeah. So is it an escaped gorilla? I don't know. Um could something like that that lives for a little while in the wild be responsible for some of these things that people see? Sure. <clears throat> Why not? Um, yeah, but I think there's I, a lot I, of explanations for a lot of them. I just, at this point, I am very wary of the whole Bigfoot phenomenon. Like, I... I mean, I'm hopeful. I re, you know, I, I want, I, I want to believe. I want to think that there's something out there that would be kind of neat. Um, but I don't need it at this point. Yeah, I'll be honest. It's the, it's the little girl inside of me <laughs> that was so <laughs> enchanted with it when I was a kid. Like right. honestly, the the first couple paragraphs of that article you read sounded an awful lot like my eighth grade research term paper that I did on Bigfoot. <laughs> so like, it's definitely a nostalgia feeling for me to like yearn for something good. Yeah, but it's it's not as fun as it used to be. I say that all the time. Like it's just it's not as fun as it used to be anymore. Yeah, it, it you know, and I. It's it's hard when you when you delve into something. I guess it's that whole thing of if you stare long enough into the abyss, the abyss stares back at you. Like this is kind of one of those things where you stare long enough into the Bigfoot phenomenon, yeah, and it just kind of fucking I don't know. You get ruined by it. <laughs> it gets stale. Yeah, it's it's a it's a rough thing to do, but uh, yeah, I I don't know it. Like I said, I and I will always say I want to believe when it comes to to Bigfoot, but I just don't know anymore. Yeah, I I really don't know. Um, I would never try to convince anybody. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd ne I'd never be like, yeah, come on, man, come over to no. the side. Uh, our next story of the evening uh, from wbznewsradio.iheart.com. UFO filmed over New York City as strange lights fill the sky. Uh, when you hear about UFO sightings, they often seem to happen in smaller towns and less populated areas, but that isn't always the case. And one strange encounter happened in America's biggest city, New York. It was filmed by Hamid Vitalis as he walked to work in Brooklyn right across the river from Manhattan. He looked in the sky and noticed three orbs of light that formed a pyramid seeming, seemingly hovering there. A plane flew, flew nearby, and two of the lights immediately disappear, while the third slowly dims before it also vanishes. As they do, an astounded Hamid, Hamid, no, no, can be heard asking, where'd the lights go? Yo, where'd they go? Uh, according to the History Channel, UFO sightings doubled in New York City in 2020. Some experts feel that, like moths, extraterrestrials attracted to the light. Really? Just like moths. And there's a lot of that in New York City. As to what Hamid, or Hamid, I don't know what his fucking name is, filmed, one astronomer thinks that because of their orange tint, the lights could just be sky lanterns. However, an aviation expert disagrees, suspecting that the lights are too bright to be a sky lantern, or a drone for that matter. He feels they are planes coming into land at one of the city's airports and that they don't disappear from the sky. Rather, they just turn and their lights point in a different direction away from the camera. On the other hand, there are plenty of people who believe the lights are something otherworldly. One commenter even claims to have witnessed the same lights and stated that they were definitely not of any known type aircraft. That person wrote, they had such an unnatural acceleration, they were there, then they, then they slowed, moved them straight, darted off. I'm glad someone caught it on video. They certainly weren't planes. They were a lot lower than planes. The FAA has not yet commented on the sighting, so it really could have been anything in the skies over New York City that night. I don't know if is this the picture. I'll, I say I I'll, did not see this one. I'll sh I'll sh I'll, sh I'll, I'll put up the one that I have, uh, but it's uh, I don't know if this is the actual picture, but that's from the article. 
So I don't know. Could be mm. could be planes. Could be planes, that's all I know. Anyhow. Uh I UFOs, that's one where like that one actually I've increased my chances for recently. Like I know like that there's some things like we've talked about the whole like uh, office of uh, like UFO investigation that they they're they're doing there. Yeah. Um which is kind of sketchy in my opinion. It's like uh the watchman watching the watchman who watches the watchman sort of thing. <laughs> um It, but I've increased my belief in the whole UFO phenomenon recently, like because of the the things that have that have come out. Right, it's, there has been a whole lot of uh, stuff coming out just in a few years. So, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, um, I'm I'm curious where it's going to go from here. Like it's. It's been pre- like the amount of stuff that's been released and has come out. It, like I'm wondering, like what 2022 holds at this point when it comes to the UFO phenomenon. I'm I'm curious. Yeah, I am too, for sure. More curious than I've ever been. That's not typically something I get super into. Right. But my interest is definitely way more peaked than it used to be. That's for sure. Yeah, it's. It's a fucking, it's an interesting one. All right. Our next story of the evening, Katie, from uh, post-gazette.com. Uh, um, <clears throat> Ghost Hunters team haunts Lawrenceville's Church Brew Works in new episode. Where they go, what was that? What was that? <laughs> that's every fucking ghost hunting episode ever uh sean casey knows his church brew works is haunted although the brewery and restaurant owner hasn't experienced much super supernatural activity himself i'm gonna reread that for everybody sean casey knows his church brew works is haunted Although the brewer and restaurant owner hasn't experienced much supernatural activity himself. Hmm. His staff constantly mentions tools going missing, chairs moving by themselves, and the occasional sighting of a young girl in a white dress in the former church and school in Lawrenceville. You would hear some things off and on from the employees, more from the people in the brewery, Casey told the Post-Gazette. Those guys are there earlier in the older part of the school. There just seemed to be more occurrences there. It took a heater magically plugging itself back in and the flippings of a difficult-to-reach switch for Casey to email a few paranormal groups suggesting an investigation. A few months later, Casey got a call from the Ghost Hunters team at Discovery+. Plus. They showed up in June and spent almost a week going, What was that? What was that? searching the giant facility for evidence that the place is haunted. See what they found Saturday when the Haunted Brewery episode of Ghost Hunter starts streaming on Discovery+. Plus. I'm going to assume that was this past Saturday, because I don't think I picked this one up early. I didn't look at the date. Anyway, yeah, they're going to go look for ghosts. They're going to go look for ghosts at a brewery. <laughs> I thought that one was funny. He knows it's haunted, but he hasn't seen much. In the way of supernatural activity. You know, the only ghost hunting show I've ever found watchable and enjoyable is actually the BuzzFeed Unsolved. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Ryan. Oh, my God, that shit. It is gold. I love it. Those two are the best. Because they don't take themselves fucking seriously. No. They, they are, are so much fun. They're hilarious. Right. They're looking at it from a very rational viewpoint. One of them is very into it. The other one is very much not. Um, yeah, and you got and, a timid one and a and a very yeah. brave one. And yeah, it is, and it's 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 just fun. It's it's yeah. it's a good, it's a good time. Those are good. I I enjoy those ones. Yeah. But yeah, most of them I watch. They're just. 
oh, the garbage dog shit and <laughs> and and ghost stories for the record listen i have like uh i have two i have two instances in my life um one of them is really personal i don't talk about it too much um with uh with ghosts <clears throat> but i lived uh i used to uh room uh in a trailer I used to rent a room and from a friend of mine <clears throat> and it was the back it was the very back bedroom of the trailer and on the very back wall which is the back end of the trailer was a, a mirror it was like a huge fucking mirror on the wall <clears throat> and a lot of times when I'd be sitting in the room, I would constantly feel like there was someone watching me, and I'd look over in the mirror, and I would catch, like, a glimpse of something. Like, and it looked like there was, like, a, a person, like, standing there watching me. That's creepy. And this went on for a long, 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 long time. And I never said anything to my roommate. It was his house. Um... And one day, I can't remember if we were drinking or what the fuck was going on. But I said to him, I was like, yeah, I said, it's fucking really weird. I'm pretty sure I keep catching glimpses of somebody in the fucking mirror in the, in the bedroom. And without skipping a beat, he goes, yeah, it's probably mom. Oh, she died in that bedroom. Oh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh. That's nice. <sighs> That's that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, well, the old dude uh, they still live here in my house died in the bedroom I sleep in, and I swear we have a ghost cat. I'm telling you, we have a ghost cat. <laughs> that I mean, that would be more cool, like having a ghost animal. It'd be more cool. Yeah, so a ghost it doesn't animal. it doesn't freak me out, but I'm telling you, Chris, I because we have cats, so right. like I'll feel. The cat get on the bed. You know, you can feel their paws, like the the subtle yeah. little indentation on the bed next to you. You can yeah. even like hear it a little bit. You can sense there's an animal on the bed with you. Go to pet it. No, nothing there. Like all the time. <laughs> it happens to me several times a week. <laughs> and we have a ghost cat. <laughs> I had a friend who had a fucking ghost story when we were growing up. It was fucking, it was like spot on fucking awesome. Like, he would have everybody enthralled, and then he'd just fucking tell everybody it was bullshit. Yeah, I love that kind of shit, to be honest. <laughs> I think just, that's great. Just just get everybody so involved in it, get them right hooked, and then fucking, nope. Yeah, that's, yep. that, the whole story's bullshit. <laughs> it's fun to do that. I had a good one when I was a teenager that I used to tell around campfires. And I don't even remember it now, but ooh, I remember I was real good at it. And I love to see people like perk up in their seats and move forward. And oh, it's so fun. <laughs> oh, God, getting people. It's fucking, it's a fun thing. Uh, all right. Our next story of the evening back to Bigfoot uh, from catcountry1073.com. Uh, six years after encounter, a New Jersey Bigfoot witness breaks silence. It just stood there watching us. Reddish brown, orangutan colored hair covered its head. It was very human-like. And, excuse me, I could tell that it was standing upright. And those are the words of a New Jersey woman who's come forward to finally talk about her 2015 encounter with what many believe was a Bigfoot. The unnamed woman has filed a witness report with the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. According to an on, the online report, the woman and her then 14-year-old son, spelled S-U-N, <laughs> her 14-year-old son, which is burning brightly, <laughs> witnessed a Bigfoot in the summer of 2015 near Walpack in Sussex County, New Jersey. Her eyewitness report says, my family and I pulled into a huge turnaround at Stokes State Forest off of Layton Road. We stepped out of the Jeep as we had to tinkle. I have to tinkle often <laughs> myself. When I got back in my car, I noticed someone standing behind the very high brush, seven to eight feet tall at least because I could see its complete head over the bushes. She says it was very human-like with reddish-colored hair and stood upright. 
I blinked a million times to try and really focus as much as I could, paying attention to detail. I couldn't make out the face for certain as it was covered in hair. When we started to drive, it immediately took off in the opposite direction as to not confront us. It seemed to be frightened. At this point, I said out loud, what the heck was that? Before I could describe what I had seen, my 14-year-old son beat me to it. He said, Mom, you mean that reddish-brown-haired creature behind those bushes? I couldn't believe it. I was so glad I wasn't the only one who had seen this thing, because it's definitely a shock to the eyes. <clears throat> no word on why the woman decided to come forward with her story now. Researcher Larry Rippon, I hope I pronounced that last name right, spoke with the witness and says the area is familiar to Bigfoot researchers. Ah, the location is very near streams that are stocked with trout and is in the same vicinity as a documented incident at a state Stoke State Forest camp location. Strange screams in the middle of the night, where the local authorities who were called stated they received several calls for Bigfoot activity on the very same night as the campsite location. More New Jersey Bigfoot witness reports can be found on the research site, brfo.net. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still of the Bigfoot is Bigfoot. I was in New Jersey. In New Jersey. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't want to discount people's... Listen, people have sightings, okay? Yeah. And it very well could be something. I don't know what that something is. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. Right. Um... I think a lot of times it's misidentification. Yeah. I think that happens quite a lot. Um, but do I think that there's some validity to some? Of course, because like I said earlier, I want to believe. So, of course, I want to fucking think that it's real. I, I want there to be that sliver of chance. But the, like we said before, there's so much that's just bullshit. Like, how do you dig through it? How do you sift it? Please tell me. Yeah. I, I can't. don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking BFR know. BFR is doing their damnedest to sort through it, though. Are they? <laughs> are they? Are they really? It's at least they, a compiled list. You think I mean, it, that you, is something. Do you really think it keeps fucking Moneymaker up at night? I don't. No, but... <sighs> The the value in it is the compiled comprehensive list of sightings. Like that is helpful. Now, sure, it doesn't necessarily weed out the validity of them, but it is a helpful measure, I suppose. But maybe I'm being generous. I'm a nice person. I think <laughs> I think we need somebody like Batman on the fucking Bigfoot case. We need somebody <laughs> whose parents were killed by Bigfoot. To take up the mantle of finding Bigfoot. I agree. And who just won't give up and like will do whatever it takes. The the fucking damned be it all. And just drag that body back. Right. Like I, I guess, like I guess that's what we need at this point. Oh like, yeah. Me, I'm I'm all for killing it. Give I, me I mean fucking, that sounds heartless for me. I'm either, not a give me the batman the bigfoot hunter you know uh, the man whose parents were killed by bigfoot and he has to find it or give me craven the fucking hunter to come find bigfoot and i'm good just drag the motherfucker back oh, you know because yeah. until then i think that uh all stories at face value are probably dog shit <laughs> like and i hate to say that but yeah. If statistically speaking, that's right. the truth, you know, and I can't, I can't be like, I can't tell you honestly that it's not, I can't be like, yeah, no, no, I, 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 yeah, I'm just fucking with you. No, that's the fucking truth. That's how I feel. Well, there's a lot of people that clearly end up proving to be hoaxes too. Sure. There's a lot that you never really find out the truth, but there's a lot that like end up like my favorite one was that one that uh, oh that fucking video that that bullshit that Kelly Shaw went to go investigate 
and the guy releases the video, the full video later, and it's like obviously a dude in a costume. Fucking, he's got like a fucking sign or something in his. Yeah, wasn't it like a ghillie suit or something? Oh, it was so stupid. It was fucking ignorant. But that's the type of shit. And yes, do we need people to investigate stuff like that? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. But to investigate it with the fervor of this is the most real thing I think I've ever seen. Like, yeah. no, we need somebody to come in and go, um, all the facts aren't in. Um, when I've right. gathered the evidence and I've looked at everything, I will give you a a full report. Instead of just jumping the gun and putting out the fucking hot headline, <clears throat> you know, that makes you look like an asshole. It's unfortunate. It's, un- it's unfortunate that... <clears throat> There could be a serious field of research in this direction, but there's not. Yeah. There could be a serious field of cryptozoological research, but because people are ignorant fuckheads, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's really no other way to put it. It's so like, muddy deters the people with really legitimate scientific intentions. Yeah. It's that whole adage of one bad apple spoils the whole fucking damn bunch. And we got a lot of bad apples. Yeah. And yeah. And it's not just one in this case because people like to be dicks and people like to fuck with people. And I guess it's just human nature. Call it what you will. Uh, call it unfortunate. Like sometimes I like it when people are fucking with other people. Sometimes I like it when people are fucking with me. Sometimes I don't. You know, but it's usually in retrospect pretty fucking funny. I think that's exactly what Reddit is for. To be fair, <laughs> you know, I don't. I just don't know what the answer is when it comes to this stuff. You know, people. People want the ultimate truth with Bigfoot or UFOs or fucking Loch Ness Monster or ghosts. I don't think there is a universal truth or a fucking ultimate truth at this point or going to be. I don't think you're going to find one. I think you just got to be happy with what's there. I think a lot of people enjoy the mystery of it, too. Oh, yeah. That's what keeps it alive. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most fucking definitely. All right, what else do I got here? Um, inside a dying... Well, from Vice.com. Inside a dying Japanese town obsessed with aliens. Nestled among wooded mountains outside Fukushima City lies the small town of... Is that Lino or Eno? Can't tell. Home to fewer than 1,900 people, the town breathes silence. Abandoned roads lead to nowhere and some storefronts remain shuttered all year round. A fine layer of dust covers the squat frame of the city's tourist center. But in the midst of the eerie stillness, there are telltale signs that Leno isn't just another deserted earthly town. Or en- That's got to be Eno. Looks like two eyes. Uh, <clears throat> statues of aliens stand proudly all across the town. Its mascot is a small white alien piloting a golden flying saucer that makes random appearances on closed storefronts, local souvenir shops, and the empty town plaza. Unsurprisingly, one of Eno's most prized dishes is ramen served in a bowl made of stones rumored to attract extraterrestrial visitors. Stories of alien sightings and landings of mysterious aircraft have emerged from Eno as far back as the 1970s. Sugio Kinoshida, a researcher of unidentified flying objects, said he first saw a UFO in 1972 at the age of 25. Kinoshida was hiking a mountain in Fukushima Prefecture when, with four friends when s- suddenly a saucer-like shape appeared in front of them. This thing stuck out in front of me, starting and stopping in the blue sky. Then all of a sudden it was gone, he told Vice World News. In September 2020, Japan launched protocols to analyze aerial phenomena, inclu- encouraging Eno's alien believers to open in June, the country's first ever lab aiming to observe UFOs. Now a key researcher at Eno's UFO lab, 
Kinoshita believes aliens tried to make contact with him to let him know they exist. We're here too, on the other side of that, the distant sky. I think they just wanted us to know that, he said. In Eno, stories of alien life have for decades revolved around the pyramid-shaped Mount Senganamori and its nearby wilderness. The summit has given rise to rumors that it was artificially constructed by aliens. Some even believe an alien air base lies underneath. Gotta love those underneath alien bases. Yeah. But that's interesting. A fucking whole town that fucking UFO hotspot. I was surprised when it said it was only as far back as 1970. When we were talking about Japan, I thought, oh, man, this is going to be like some rich history here. Yeah. And well, then Japan has some crazy fucking legends. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was expecting. (laughs) They have some like crazy UFO legends like. uh, Well, I say UFO legends, but. It's more like their history is kind of wrapped up in, like, a possible UFO landing. Yeah. Which is very weird. So, I don't know. It's it, Like I said, the whole UFO thing, I'm, I am not so much on the fence. I just don't know what it is. Like, that's the thing at this point that I'm, my, my brain is trying to wrap its fucking head around is what is. What is it? Yeah. You know, is it aliens? Is it time travelers? Is it terrestrial beings that have always been here? Right. Like, what is the answer? Well, I think that's why it's so hard for people to comprehend sometimes, too, is because, like, the possibilities are just endless. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many possibilities, and we know so little that it yeah. just by nature of the lack of information makes it scary. Well, you know, like, and Joe Rogan says this a lot, you know, just look up into the fucking sky on any given day that you can see the fucking night sky and just know that it goes on forever. Yeah. There's no end. Like, and it's just there. It's just emptiness and it's there and you're somehow stuck to this rock. Your feet are stuck to this fucking rock spinning through this fucking vast, enormous, you know, infinite universe. Crazy. That kind of stuff hurts my brain. Like I really can't. Yeah. I can't rationalize it. And when I start thinking about when I start thinking about stuff like that, I can understand how people can go crazy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like i can i can start to wrap my head around how people go crazy like go crazy not who are born with you know something that causes them a mental issue right like people who because of something that they go through that is so traumatic like i looking at that shit i don't know how like michio kaku and fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson stay sane on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I don't either. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad there's people like that that can do that, but my brain shuts down. Like, I, I, I can't compute. It's, it's not part of my I capabilities. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I'm glad. And Like, people built that fucking telescope. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, it's smart great. folks. <laughs> fucking, yes, super intelligent people. We're going to get to see some amazing shit. It's great. It's awesome. But it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Like the fa- just the fact that it's there. There's this vast nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And then us. You know. Uh, so I, I. And for the record, I don't think it's a vast nothing. I think there's shit out there. Well, yeah. For that's... other people. The possibility of what's out there is also, I think, what makes it even scarier. Yeah, I think I think there's more to uh, more to the universe than we've been led to believe, so to speak, <laughs> in our, in our lifetimes. The way the way you and I were raised. Yeah. Um, 
I think it's, I think it's way more, uh, I think the universe is way more diverse than we were led to believe. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, and I think some people would tend to think that's like a bad thing. Like that, that's, oh, that, that, that you know, we got to redefine religion. No, you don't. No. Like, why, why do you have to? Like, understand something, people. In my opinion, and, you know, Katie may not follow this uh, line of thought, but any religion that's on this planet was written by people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, it's a human being trying to rationalize divinity. If, if in fact it is a thing, you know, um, I think that can happen anywhere. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't think that us finding out about aliens destroys religion by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I think that people need to be more open-minded about their spirituality. Yeah. And and realize that these things, these books. These teachings, a lot, a lot of it's more parable and fucking, you know, symbolism than anything else. In my, in my personal opinion, there's yeah. a lot of good messages um, that get muddled in bullshit, um, and that, and to me, that's unfortunate. Um, but I don't think that that I don't think it destroys anything. I think that what it would destroy was if they came here and tried to destroy us. Because right. if they can get here, if they can get here, they're far more advanced than we are. Right, <laughs> exactly. Fucked. And well, I think that's and- the that's the bigger thing that people need to be to be thinking about. If we're seeing these things and they're from another planet, they're far more technically technologically advanced than we are. Right, because we're not over there checking them out. <laughs> correct. So, <laughs> correct. So, if there, one of two things are happening here: <clears throat> they're observing us, or it's a scouting mission. Pick one. Or they've been here all along. Or they've been here all along. <laughs> Which, but that kind of goes back to the whole: they're a terrestrial being that's just been here, and they just don't want us to know they're here. Which, you know, hey, it goes into that whole, do they live under the ocean, hollow earth theory. We can go down some fucking rabbit holes with this one, Katie. Oh, yeah. Fucking deep ass rabbit holes. I'm talking fucking hollow earth bullshit. I'll tell you, the thing that keeps me from going down those rabbit holes, I mean, beyond obviously, I already said it makes me uncomfortable. My brain can't compute. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. But... I make it all okay and peaceful in my mind because of my spirituality. Right. And like that makes me comfortable and accept that my brain is black blanket. (laughs) Yes. Everybody. I'm okay with that. Everybody. (laughs) Listen, everybody, everybody needs one. I don't know what your, and when I say your, I mean the people out there listening. I don't know what your light Linus blanket is. Um, hell, I don't even think I know what my Linus blanket is. Um, I have a physical one that I sleep with, but oh, I mean. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, 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 people need things like that. And I don't begrudge anyone that, sh- that shit. I don't, I'm not ever trying to say, that you're weaker because of that. Um, I might disagree with it, or I might think that there's issues with the, the dogma. Um, sure. But uh, in a lot of cases, when it comes to religion, I think the message is sound. I think it's the execution that gets muddled in a lot of cases. Yeah. Well, and in and some I'll cases, admit, I'm a very... and in some cases, just plain executions. Uh, 
but I, I think all religions have a central core value and message that is good. Yeah. Well, if take Satanism out of the bunch, but that's well, sure. different. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that they're overall, the messages are sound and, and, and good. So quote unquote, good. Uh, and they're similar too. Very, very similar. The backstories, the backstories are all very similar. Um, so like I said, I don't begrudge anyone for that, for those things. I, I think that they don't work for me. The, the standard versions don't work for me. Um, and it's okay if they work for you. Don't, well, I'm a cherry you know. picker. I'll admit I'm not the best Christian in the sense that I am a cherry picker, but I don't necessarily think that's inherently bad. No. I'm an insightful person, you know, so it's not like I'm selfishly cherry picking. But yeah, I, I'm a rational person. And I do see fallacies sometimes and I'm like, mm, I don't necessarily latch onto that, you know, but yeah. I, see, I, grew large, up, I find I grew, value I, in my life with it. So. I, I grew up Christian. I had it, you know, pretty much beaten into my head when I, from an early, early age. Um, I, I had a grandmother that was so very, very Christian and I loved her dearly. Don't, you know, I don't want anybody to think that I didn't or that the, that I have, um, ill feelings towards her because of it, because I don't. Um, but it was all the time with her. Like it was Christian radio. It was Christian, this Christian, that like she was God, 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 fucking not 24 seven, but pretty damn close. Um, and in a lot of ways, I'm actually glad that she was that way. Because if she hadn't been that way, I never would have questioned anything. I never would have gone, huh? What? Like, I, I, I couldn't understand the blind, the blind belief, the blind faith. Like, I can't. I have to have some semblance of uh, solid truth for me. Because it was that old adage of, uh, you know, you ask a Christian, well, do you believe in, uh, well, they're not supposed to believe in ghosts, but some do. Um, well, do you believe in ghosts? Well, no. Well, why? Because I've never seen one. But you believe in God, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Like I said, I, I don't I don't begrudge anyone for that, um, but I think it's I think it's worth looking at for everyone individually. Oh yeah, like, that your spirituality is your own. It's not owned by whatever religion you subscribe to. It's not owned by the church that you go to. It's not owned no. by your spouse or your partner. It's yours. Right. It's very um, personal. Yeah, it's 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 an identity thing. And I think this idea that we've socialized it in some ways it's a good thing and and but I think by and large it's a very bad thing. I think that uh taking away from that personal experience with uh your spiritual self was a very uh, bad move, and I think it. I think a lot of it was done just to keep society in line. In my personal opinion, I think a lot of it was done just to keep society in line. Yeah. So, but like I said, I think again, I want to restate this. I think at the core. Of all of them, it's a good message. It's a fucking solid good message. It gets muddled along the way. 
Oh yeah. And I wish I wish it fucking didn't. Because if that message was seen through to its ultimate goal, I can tell you right now, we would not have a lot of the problems that we have in this world right now. Yeah. But unfortunately that's not the case. Well, that was a fun little diatribe for me to go on tonight, Katie. Sure uh, was. Nice little adventure. Uh, I had some other news stories, but I'm not going to get to them. Maybe I'll save them for next week. Nothing. Nothing too crazy. Nothing. Nothing that makes me go, ah, I need to talk about that. Um, but yeah. Uh, we will be back next week. Monday. Um... I don't know if I'm going to, I know I've said this a couple of times now, Katie, I'm, I'm really thinking about switching it back to seven, um, backing it off from, from eight. So it's a little earlier in the night, um, just for ease, ease of everybody. Um, I'm not opposed because it would help out with uh, this household. I'm pretty <laughs> sure my wife would like to go to bed. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I will keep you people out there posted, and obviously I'll keep Katie posted, but um, we may move the show to 7 p.m. on Mondays. Um, but uh, like I said, I'll, I'll keep you updated on that. And until next Monday, at a time to be determined between now and then, which will be either 7 or 8, but to be determined between now and then. Um, We'll be back with another show. Until that time, see ya!